0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply. Pre-gaming for Celtics and Miami Heat. We actually spent some time, first hour of the show, talking about the most popular Celtic currently. Uh, I would argue one of the most popular Celtics of my lifetime, Antoine Walker, joining us here. On the Hot 1 Hotline, you see Tuan all over the place, including FS1, with the guys on First Things First. Antoine, what's going on this afternoon? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? We're, do, we're, we're doing... It's a game six in Boston tonight, Tuan. How can we not be doing good? <laughs> I know.
1: With opportunity to get to the finals.
0: A huge opportunity here. Uh, we, we've talked about Jason Tatum, Antoine, during this run. Uh, and I, I think he's improved mm-hmm. his status in the league. He was named an All-NBA first-teamer just a couple of days ago. What have you thought about his run and his growth, uh, if any, during this playoff run for the Celtics?
1: Um, Nothing sort of amazing. I mean, I thought... You know he you get out to a slow start to the season, and then all of a sudden the last three months he's been nothing but, um, but nothing but great. Um, I think he has a unique ability um, to score the basketball from anywhere on the court. Um, but that's not the thing that's been most impressive. I think that the fact that he's took a, a onus on the defensive end to become a better defensive player, and also become a better passer to trust his teammates and. And to share the basketball, I think it's been something that, that we need to talk about, too. But he wasn't doing early in the season, and, and then all of a sudden, the you know, light bulb went off and he started to do that much better. So um, he's in that superstar round now, being named first-team all-NBA, puts him at another level, um, and he's the next Celtic. He's the next great one.
0: So, Antoine, can you see the, the, the Celtics screwing this opportunity up? And if, and if you do, what does it look like? Like, uh, what what does it look like if the Celtics actually have to get on a plane and go back to Miami and play game seven?
1: Uh, It becomes difficult. The pressure switches. I mean, the pressure goes on the Celtics. But I had the Celtics in six. Um, I don't believe that Miami has enough to beat Boston. And what I mean by that is they don't have enough scoring. Um, I think Jimmy Butler's knee is hurting him. You know, it's a big drop-off from game one to ways that right now in the series um, he hasn't been able to get going offensively, and they don't have a second score. Kyle Lowry's a shell of himself. Um, Tyler Hero, um, obviously not not playing right now, and you don't know if he's going to be playing in game in game six. And then, I believe Bam Adebayo's been held in check. I mean, I think he's averaged like eighteen and ten, but they've held them in check for the most part. Robert Williams is, and Al Horford, I think, have got the better of him in the middle. So I just don't see how Miami gets out tonight. Especially with the Celtics being at home and having all the momentum, I don't think that happens. Antoine, there have been so many injuries between these two teams, particularly the Heat, but with Smart and Rob Williams, it's affected the Celtics a lot, too. Some NBA insiders have attributed these injuries to the calendar that these players have been on pretty much since that bubble tournament back during the coronavirus pandemic's first wave. Uh, do you agree with that? Do you think that, that this what we're seeing now is the effects of kind of a different schedule, a condensed year-and-a-half schedule that these guys have been under? Um, I wouldn't put it on that. I mean, injuries are a part of the game. Um, you know, you try to stay away from one of the formulas to win the NBA championship is the teams that usually can stay healthy uh, throughout a playoff run. Um, the Celtics have been able to fairly. They've had guys just miss a game or two. They haven't had guys miss a significant amount of time. I don't put it on that um, at all. I just think injuries are a part of the game. I think the recovery time is a little short when you look at how the playoffs is being scheduled with the games being every other day. Um, guys don't have an opportunity, um, you know, to get their body back together. I'm not saying we need a long period of long series, but maybe every two days, maybe a, a solution sometimes, maybe in the playoff series, especially when you add travel in there to get guys back rested. But injuries are a part of the game, so I don't ever look at that. Think because the guys, what's happened over the last, even though it's been tough, but I don't want to put that on there. is just part of the game.
0: Great. Antoine Walker joining us here on the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, we, we talked yesterday about you know, who, who gets the most credit for, for being in this spot. We agreed that Ime Udoka, uh, Antoine, uh, we put him at the top of the list. And, and I'm curious, like in, in your, do you think coaches have, can that have type of impact? You know, in your playing in the NBA, like how important in your mind was the coach and a coach getting a player like Jason Tatum to commit to the defensive end and be a better all-around player?
1: Um, I give Udoka a lot of credit, but I also give Brad Stevenson um, a lot of credit, too, for not getting caught up in the media, um, not getting caught up in the slow start and wanting to break this team up. Um, you got to give him a lot of credit because you got two all-stars that figured it out. These guys have had a lot of success um, early in their career. They're both, you know, um, all-stars, but he's, he stayed with them, and these guys followed the direction of Udoka and giving Udoka a chance to coach them in his first year, not basing it off, you know, 25 or 30 games. and you got So I got to give Brad Stevenson and the organization a lot of credit for not pulling the trigger and doing something that was going to be detrimental to the team. And then obviously making a big trade. I thought the trade to get Derek White was huge during the season. And one of the biggest things that I think those other look that we don't talk about is doka made Marcus Smart a point guard. Um, you put your heart and soul on the, on the floor, a guy, and it was obviously defensive player of the year, but you made him a point guard who wasn't your traditional point guard and figured it out. So you got to give Udoka and Brad Stevenson a lot of credit for what his team is at right now.
0: So, Anton, who is your favorite player on the team? Do you have, like, a, a guy that you admire the most?
1: Uh, Marcus Smart is my favorite guy on the team. Um, the way he brings it night in, night out, Um, The way he's worked tirelessly to improve his offensive game to to become a better three-point shooter, just a better all-around offensive player. We always knew he could defend at the highest level, but to add the offense and to adjust to being a solid point guard in his league, um, Marcus has been my favorite guy on the team. Antoine, uh, Al Horford, you know, spent so much time sitting before he came back to Boston. How surprised are you by the playoff presence that he's had, and will probably continue to have if he continues playing at this level? Oh, he's been great. That was actually bringing him back was was huge. I think it allowed Robert Williams to develop and not put so much pressure on him to be, you know, um, a scoring center. Um, so I think having having Al and I mean, obviously he's playing at an elite level right now, shooting the basketball really well. He's had some big moments, some big offensive moments. And what he does for the team, I'm not in the locker room, but he seems like the head guy in that locker room. He seems like he's a big locker room guy that's got the guy's attention. So just a just been a true professional, great pickup for them, and he's been playing outstanding through this playoff run.
0: All right, so the, the, we all here on this show, I think most of the city thinks this thing is over, Antoine. The, the heat are too banged up. Uh, they don't have the offense to, to win this series. So let's let's project forward. Let's put the cart before the horse here. Celtics-Warriors starts next Thursday. Your quick assessment of that series, what kind of shot do you give the Celtics to beat the favorited uh, Golden State Warriors in the finals?
1: I, li- I like the Celtics to win. I think Celtics have the right personnel, the right discipline defensively um, to beat them. They have multiple scores. you got to have multiple scores to beat Golden State because they score from a lot of different positions. Um, I think it's a great matchup. I think it's going to be a great finals. I look at it to be a very a deep finals. But I like Boston. Boston has proven that they can win and close out on the road. Um, they won, you know, obviously, winning two games in Brooklyn, taking care of business there. The game six win in Milwaukee. Um, the game five win just the other day against Miami. They're proving that they can go on the road and win. Um, so I, I like the Celtics in a deep series. But I like the Celtics in six.
0: Celtics in six. And those Warriors fans, Antoine, they know where you're at because you went on FS1 a couple weeks ago and he said Jordan Poole's a better player than Steph Curry. And boy, did they respond in the Bay Area to that thing? <laughs>
1: well, at that point, it was three games into the series. Steph had yet to get off and Jordan Poole had kind of carried him the first couple games, so at that point, I did feel like he was the best player in the series. He's been an X factor for them. Steph has been consistent throughout, but Jordan Poole has been a, a pleasantly great surprise uh, for Golden State.
0: Antoine, great stuff, man. Appreciate the time, and uh, there'll be some a lot. Of, I bet you a lot of number eight jerseys there at the Garden tonight, cheer on this Celtic team. We thank you for hopping on for a few minutes.
1: All right, thanks for having me.
0: There he is, employee number eight, the great Antoine Walker, joining us here uh, on the Harbor One Hotline. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.